Hey guys, this is Shahir bringing you another episode of Radio Silence. So something really cool happened the other day and I need to share with you guys. So some of my family members are gathered around and I was taking pledges of subscribers from them. So one of my cousins was like, dude, I'm going to get you 200 subscribers as an Eid gift. And one of them said, I have 5,000 Facebook friends and so many of them are going to subscribe to your account. You are going to be overwhelmed. At this point, one of our older relatives came over and he's not a tech savvy guy, he uses an old button phone, not a smartphone, but he got in on the act anyways and he said, son, I'm going to get you 500 subscribers. And we showed our respect, we appreciated the gesture, but fortunately for me, that wasn't the end of it. Yesterday he called me over and he said, here are your 500 subscribers and he gave me a 500 rupee note. So I thought about it. I thought about it for a second and then I thought, said, this is okay, this is great. It's going to take me at least a decade to make this much money out of YouTube. So I'll take 500 rupees or 500 subscribers any day of the week. So let us get to our topic. Guys, high school is tough. It changes you. You become much more cynical and deranged when you leave high school than you went in. And one of the most nerve wracking components of high school is appearing for standardized tests. Now, students in A-levels, we are very critical of the SAT. We believe that the SAT does not accurately reflect our abilities and there are many vulnerabilities in the SAT that need to be addressed in order, in order for there to be a more level playing field for everyone. And I completely agree with that. I believe that the SAT needs to be revamped. But if there is a worse offender, if there is one test that needs to be completely re-established from its core, then that is the IELTS test. And uh, if we talk about my experience with the IELTS test, the pain started at registration. So the British Council portal where you will uh, apply for the IELTS test, it times out of 30 minutes. That means you have to do uh, everything required to complete your application within 30 minutes. And if you miss that benchmark, if you miss 30 minutes, then you will have to restart the entire thing again. You cannot save the application uh, partway. You cannot um, refer to ex any external sources after the time has been uh, has been compromised and similarly you cannot come back and make any changes and there are some questions that require a lot of time and a lot of energy to think of for example one of the questions was which country do you want to uh, go with your IELTS and that was a question I didn't know the answer of when you're in high school these are not things that are clear-cut for you and you're still thinking about them you're still making up your mind so when you have to at adjust a drop of a hat when you have to make a decision pertaining to them it gets very very confusing Similarly, the cost of the test is completely unreasonable. I find the IELTS to be utterly expensive and useless. So it is going to cost you anything north of 40,000 Pakistani rupees. 40,000 Pakistani rupees. I believe that is nonsense. I believe that is sheer and utter nonsense because this is considering that this is a standardized test. There is nothing unique going on with it. It is using the same age-old metric it is using the same time-tested formula to analyze everyone and half of the entire test, two of the four components, uh, and by that I am referring to the reading and listening portions, they are mechanically checked via software. So they just put it in the ma machine, they put it in the computer and the computer gives out the correct uh, tabulation of the marks. So they're putting no effort into it and they're charging so much. It is ridiculous in my opinion. For this much money, you could get a new Xbox. In my opinion, get an Xbox. I think it will be worth it. Uh, paying 40,000 for the IELTS test. No, never. So 
uh, when I had given my IELTS, one day before the test, I got an email from them and they said, dude, we need these documents. And they gave me a list of seven to eight documents. And this was a day before the actual test. That is completely unreasonable. Now, if you want a refund on your IELTS fee, for example, you, you've decided that you don't want to appear after all, then you need to intimate them, I believe, one and a half month before the actual date of the test. One and a half month or you won't get a refund. But they're telling you to get, get these documents one day before the test. That is complete mismanagement in my opinion. And I really believe that that needs to be looked into. But that wasn't the end of it. That wasn't the end of my woes with document collection. When I went to the test center over there, they actually told me that I need to submit those documents in hard copy as well. I was at the test center. I didn't have any of those resources with me and I was very confused. And I had no peace of mind because during the breaks I got uh, in the test, I had to go and I had to put my documents into order. I also found the staff over there to be very unprofessional. I mean, the computers we were using to uh, get our test done with, uh, when they were not in use, the staff would come over and they would have fun surfing the internet. So one of the chachas over there, one of the uncles over there who was administering the test, I saw him uh, listening passionately to, to Dr. Zakir Nice videos. One of, the, uh, one of the ladies over there, the aunties, I saw her browsing her Facebook over there. And I found it to be very unprofessional. It, that, that is not just, that is not something that is befitting the setting of an international test. Now let us come to the test itself. So the SAT, uh, so, oh, pardon me, the IELTS compromises of four sections, the reading test, the listening test, the writing test, and the speaking test. So the reading test is considered to be the hallmark of the IELTS test. It is considered as to be the benchmark from where you can gauge your performance but I found it to be utterly easy. I found it to be very easy. It was very basic. I felt as if the administrators of the test, they put simply no effort into it. And you know, when you're in high school, if you're going the IELTS, if you have intentions to go abroad, then most likely you'll be giving the SAT as well. Similarly, if you're planning to go there for graduate studies, if you're planning to go abroad for graduate studies, then you'll have to give the GRE or the LSAT or something like that. And these tests, they test your English uh, language abilities to a much greater extent. Preparing for SATs, reading tests, it completely allows you to destroy the IELTS. And this means that the IELTS is not a valid indicator. The IELTS is not a valid, a valid and unique indicator of whether a student has mastery over the English reading skill. Now, the second test I'm going to talk about is listening. And the listening test, it was just comical. It was hilarious. So there are four sections, there are four passages that you need to listen to and respond to answers. Now, three of them have heavy British accents. The fourth one, however, uh, th what they do is that they try to emulate a Southern American accent. And it is absolutely hilarious. It is comical. I don't know why it is not considered rude because it is so stereotypical. The drawl that the speaker is producing, it is so pronounced. And I, I found it to be downright offensive, actually. Let me imitate it for you guys. So it goes like, hey, y'all, I'm from Texas and I'm gonna get myself a wheelie. Yeehaw. That is what it sounds like, guys. And, you know, I found it to be so distracting that I couldn't actually focus on the actual test. So moving from the listening portion to the writing portion. Now, guys, I'm a good writer. I consider myself to be a good writer. I was the only guy in the 60 years history of the magazine of my previous school, Carrot College Hassan Abdal, to be declared best writer for two consecutive years. Uh, I know my audience doesn't like me to talk about these things in the previous video. I talked about my scholarships. Guys, no. 
if you have achieved something in life you have an absolute right to be proud of it because what people want is that they want you to be humble and they want you to be very modest about your achievements because when you do that you simply are not threatening them they feel comforted that this person is so humble this person he may be just lucked out and maybe uh, the future will not be so kind to them so that helps them preserve their own image of themselves but when you're confident of your abilities and when you know that you have achieved something significant in life then that is when those people start to act out and when they start to feel that they may be left behind so if you are beautiful own it if you wear good clothes own it respect yourself if you are born to rich parents own it there is no need to be ashamed of it and if you have achieved something you find extraordinary in life you have absolutely every right to be proud of yourself but coming back to the test the writing portion of the sat it simply did not it did not respond to my abilities it did not uh, it did not uh, it did not validate my own opinion of my writing skills because while i got a perfect score in the reading test a 9 and i got an 8.5 in listening i got a 6 in writing and a 6 in writing means that i am not even basically proficient in english writing i don't know how that came about i don't know i really do believe that there was something messed up with the checking of the test uh, i never know honestly guys it's behind me and i am just thankful about it i am not curious at all as to why i got such a low score in the writing test i have put it behind me and i am thankful that i'll never have to go at least for a very long time through the same process again now let us come to the last portion of the ielts which is the speaking test it was depressing it was just depressing it was the most depressing thing i had ever done so you are led into a small cubicle in that small cubicle uh, cubicle there is a guy sitting behind a desk and it feels to me as if he is the most depressed guy in the world as if that guy has absolutely nothing left to achieve in life uh, the one i met he had a, a small hat on his head and the hat was tilted to one side and he was wearing loose glasses and he was simply droning on and on and on about what the test was about and about the rules and regulations and the funny thing is that he wasn't even there to be a part of the test he wasn't grading me or anything he was just sitting there fiddling with his pen and drawing on a little diary they were actually tape recording this and the guy over there he was just there to give me an atmosphere of having a conversation i found that to be ridiculous but i got done with the ielts portion uh, with the ielts test and in the speaking portion i managed an 8.5 that got my total band score to an 8 i got a band 8 in the ielts now guys there are lots of academies out there for the ielts i recommend you not join them the ielts is a it is a objective test it is not subjective and to develop such such skills what you need to do is that you need to actually immerse yourself into the english language you need to develop an actual interest in learning english and learning about the grammar and the vocabulary and the comprehension that makes this language unique and you need to take a genuine interest that is the only way you'll achieve a good score in ielts obviously i'll always be available for help if anyone needs it and um This video, uh, this episode is dedicated to my friends at C four six one Cadet College Hassan Abdal for all the times we spent in classes learning about language and life. So with that, I wrap up this episode. Uh, I'll be very honest, guys. It's it's getting tougher by the day. The family is being completely uncooperative. Uh, they're like they're like the mafia or something. But God help me, I will continue to make these episodes until I can. Until next time, it is goodbye from my side. Thank you for listening.